Hello everyone, my name is Sam Hendricks and I'm the Director of Youth Ministry at Steelville Baptist Church in Steelville, Illinois, and I want to welcome you all to the SBY Podcast. This podcast has been designed to keep the students of Steelville Baptist in God's Word, but it is also available worldwide through the Spotify app. Just search the letters SBY on Spotify and you'll find us in the podcast section. Make sure to follow us to stay updated on new content. Guys, this is episode 104 of the SBY podcast, and we're getting ready to start another week of social distancing which means another week of sitting around the house with our siblings and another week of all the Chinese restaurants being closed. And I don't know about you guys, but one thing I've learned from social distancing is exactly what my own breath smells like. I've been wearing a mask for work every single day for about three weeks. At first, my glasses were constantly fogging up and the masks, they were super itchy and annoying. But now, I've gotten the hang of them. I'm like a pro mask wearer, if that's a thing. But it's weird to think that one of the most important things keeping a lot of people from getting sick is a piece of fabric on our own face. A lot of times, these people, they're going out into public and they're putting all of their trust in a homemade mask. But why are they wearing this mask? What's the importance of it? And while we don't exactly understand what's going on with COVID-19, we know that these masks, they're an important key to slowing down the spread of this virus. People all over the world are wearing masks to prevent the spread of airborne viruses. And while wearing a mask when we go out, it's very important. Today, we're going to talk about something that's even more important. And to me, it's the most important part of my relationship with Jesus Christ. I guess you could say that it's the cornerstone that my relationship with God is built on. But what could be this important? What could be so important that without it, our entire relationship with God would mean nothing? Let's open in prayer. Dear God, thank you for today. I pray that you will open our hearts and open our minds to understand your message. I pray that throughout this understanding, we're able to apply your message to our own life. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. When we walk through a store, we're most likely going to see somebody wearing a mask. During the first few days of this pandemic, it was weird to see people out in the world wearing masks. Maybe maybe the thought would run through your head that the people wearing masks were the ones that were actually sick. Or maybe you thought that these people were crazy for even wearing a mask in the first place. Either way, I know I'm not the only person that would turn the other direction when I saw a person wearing a mask walking toward me. But the truth is, these masked people... They trusted the mask on their face was doing what it was designed to do. They were showing that they believed that these masks would keep them safe from the coronavirus. 
These people put their trust in the companies that designed these masks. The people of the world trust that these companies didn't cut any corners to save money. But this type of thinking is flawed. This type of thinking puts our trust in man. Proverbs 3.5 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. When we put our trust in the Lord, there's nothing that can be flawed. God doesn't cut any corners. God isn't looking to save any money. When we depend on God, we know that the decisions made are for our own good. When we trust in the Lord, we give full commitment of ourselves. We commit our spirit, our soul, and our body to the Lord. We trust Him for the direction of our life. Sometimes, this is a hard area of our life to let go of. We know what's best for us, right? We know exactly what we need. But both of those statements couldn't be any further from the truth. There are times in our lives where we can't trust ourselves. Proverbs 28.26 actually says, Those who trust their own insight are foolish. So, if we think we know what's best for our life, if we're doing the things we want to do, and these things aren't bringing glory to God, we need to turn the other direction and run. In Jeremiah chapter 10, the prophet prays to God, and during this prayer, Jeremiah confesses human ignorance to God. In Jeremiah 10.23, the Bible says, I know, Lord, that our lives are not our own. We are not able to plan our own course. It's easy to take detours in life. It's easy to follow our friends. And it's easy to make the wrong decisions. And this is where we must stay committed to the Lord. This is where we must dig in our heels and keep on the path that God has made for us. We came into 2020 expecting everything to be normal, so we planned everything like normal. But the plans we've made for ourselves got changed. Dances and graduations have been canceled. A lot of our summer plans are getting pushed back and canceled. Many people are not able to go to work, but when we look back to God's word, God gives us guidance. Proverbs 3 6 tells us, Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you the path to take. God is there. He wants to be in a relationship with us. He is ready to direct us through life. Does this mean that we won't go through hardships? Does this mean that we won't be tempted by sin? No. We'll still go through all of those things. We will still be tempted by the world, and Satan will try his hardest to pull us away from God. But God will give us a way out of that temptation. God will direct us. But to accept his direction, we have to let go of our own understanding. We have to quit fighting against God for control over our life. We have to accept the truth that we are not in control, and we have to commit ourselves to the Lord. Every area of our lives must be turned over to his control. When we make this commitment, God will lead us down the right path, and the things in our life will fall into place. 
There are many ways that God can show us the path He planned for us. He may show us through His own Word in the Bible, or through the advice of godly Christians. But the first step to be taken is up to us. We have to commit our life to the Lord instead of the things of the world. This doesn't mean that you're entering into some sort of monkhood. You don't have to wear any special robes or shave your head. You still get to have fun. You still get to hang out with your friends. But the biggest difference in your day-to-day life comes from one simple question. What are your intentions? When you go hang out with your friends, are you going to turn back to your old sinful ways? Or are you going to spread the word of God to your unsaved friends? If you have committed your life to God, the answer is simple, and we can find it in Mark 16, verse 15, where Jesus tells us, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. And this means, go out and tell everyone what God has done for you. This is a huge commitment, but it's very important. This commitment brings happiness and love, but most importantly, it also brings salvation. To make this commitment to the Lord, you have to come to the Lord in prayer. Then you have to admit to God that you're a sinner and deserve hell as punishment for your sins. You must believe that Jesus died as a sacrifice for your sins, and he rose again from the grave. And finally, you must confess that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, asking him to forgive your sin and help you trust him. If you're ready to make this commitment and you are ready to give your life to God, wherever you are, you can repeat this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I'm a sinner and that I deserve hell. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. Please forgive me of my sin and help me to give control of my life to you. Thank you for saving my soul. Now help me to live a life committed to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you've made this commitment, the first thing I want to tell you is hold on tight. God has a plan for you, and he will use you for amazing things. This is a time in your life where God will start using you. You have to have your eyes open to understand exactly where God wants you to be. It's time for you to see the doors that God is opening in front of you. This is a weird time. Many of us are looking toward the future, waiting for God to show us what's next. But it's important to understand that God has a plan, even when we can't see it. God wants us to keep learning about Him and moving His Word throughout the world. I pray that you are all staying in God's Word by reading your Bible daily. One super easy way to do this is to be part of a Bible reading group. You can do this with us through the YouVersion Bible app, or you can do it at home with your own family. Reading the Bible is a very important part of seeing the path that God has set out for you. When we open God's Word, He points out important passages to us. Sometimes these passages connect with us, and other times it can connect with others in our life. God gives us these opportunities to share His Word and be a disciple for Him. 
God gives us the opportunity to go out and tell everyone what he's done for us. Let's close in prayer. Dear God, thank you for this time where we're able to come together in your word. Thank you for making a path for me, and thank you for making your path clear. Lord, I pray this message is heard by the people that need to hear it, and I pray that they find the path that you have made for them. Thank you for being a loving God that we can trust, and thank you for being a forgiving God who sacrificed your own son for the salvation of humanity. I pray that you continue to give us opportunities to show the world who you are and what you have done for us. Lord, I pray for the continued safety over your church and your children. I pray that through this message, our trust in you and our relationship with you grows stronger. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.